0: Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast for September 9th, actually September 8th at night, for September 9th, with your boy Adam Deacon over there, I'm David Palermo, say hi Deaky. Hi Deaky. Hey, what's up man? (laughs) So we're here, we're chilling, I'm in my underwear on my bed and Deacon's staring at me with his MacBook open and his microphone.
1: For the record, I'm real uncomfortable right now.
0: He's got clothes on though.
1: We are not in touching distance, just to be clear.
0: King size bed, far the single apart. I'm not I'm
1: I'm in no way shape or form touching any part of the bed right now.
0: No. I do have these moisture wicking underwear though from Adidas, but they have no pee hole, but they're really they do the job. They're almost like European kind of like kind of like of speedos or shorts.
1: I can't. I can't do it. No, no European. For but me. I'm
0: in the comforter. You know, you can't see it. You
1: know, those Europeans, you know what they call soccer? They call it football. Pff, weird.
0: Yeah. Soccer. Weird. Anyways, so we're here. We're proud. The Bills have been going crazy since last time not really fred jackson got signed by seattle pretty psyched for him good for him finally right that got confirmed even though we uh we reported with our sources aka twitter (laughs) we'll, we'll own up to who our sources are but fred jackson officially did sign with the seahawks good for him i'm really psyched um i can't wait to see what he does honestly
1: I I saw on my Twitter feed today that uh the patriots actually called them within an hour of him getting released and he just passed on the whole situation. So I guess at heart he's still one of us. Yeah, that's a lot of respect, man. That that would have been that, that would too awful. much, man. It would have been too much. They can have Scott Chandler, that's fine. I don't care. But Bill Belichick
0: Jack- loves Fred Jackson, man. He always How, would talk. About
1: every him. everybody, everyone who's ever had anything to do with the guy, holds him in the highest regard.
0: Yeah, man. Well, good luck to you, Fred, and Bill's nation. It's time to get over it. You know, let's move forward, man. We have a huge season or woman, however you want to say it. We we got a sick backfield. I, I either mean, way, so I'm, I I don't I'm ready to go. Early reports are Carlos Williams is the number two. But honestly, if McCoy still has his hamstring injury tweaking him, I would prefer to see probably Bryce Brown back there because Bryce Brown, he's done it many times. He's torched teams. Oh, yeah. He's He is the real deal contrary to his bad timing of that fumble. Yeah, there's that i mean check him out and if you guys really haven't ever dove into bryce brown really crazy interesting story about bryce brown his his background like when he was uh in high school his uncle had this hustle going where he would sell scout like tapes of bryce brown playing high school ball and, like try to sell him to like college dudes like college scouts and
1: he was hustling the film
0: yeah like something crazy wow. but he never started a game i believe since like high school you until he we started could, uh... for the bills that time wait did he start for the bills i don't hear even... i'm so dumb why am i why am i talking either way it was what just i kinda... want to know he got buried on the depth chart everywhere it's bad
1: oh yeah what i want to know though is can we get
0: in on that high school film money no comment. But Bryce Brown, similar skill set to McCoy. I don't think he's as bad as people think. I figure Booby Dixon is a huge special teams second fullback guy. I believe that is why, you know, Connor got cut. Because I believe if you look through the cuts the, of the. what the Bills did, if you look through them, I mean... They cut very versatile players, very, very versatile guys. Carlos Williams played special teams. Booby Dixon played special teams. Bryce Brown is not that good on special teams, at least what they say. They, sources on Twitter, I don't know shit. Just going with what I'm hearing on this. So
1: I, Yeah, I, I only know what I see.
0: Right, so, I, I mean, I I look at that like, they cut Booby. They didn't. They didn't want to keep. They only kept seven offensive linemen, but they brought in a guy or two. They brought in. They had a seven They brought in for game four real quick. Yeah. And then they, uh, had a, they brought in another dude, which I'm sure Deacon has it eventually. But yeah, They
1: they brought in uh, Gabe Icard, and uh, he he made the 53 man roster here.
0: Okay. So. Titans guy is that the
1: yeah, one yeah he, he's coming in from Tennessee Um, but yeah they they shuffled a bunch of guys around they had a uh, Dalton Freeman come in at center from the Jets he didn't make the roster but he he ended up on the uh, practice squad a lot of a lot of guys that uh, got cut actually did come back you got Jonathan Meeks
0: coming back Des Lewis Whatever happened, Andre Davis got hot, caught, which was surprising because I thought he showed up. Um, yeah, he got. He I got was a really practice worried that Hogan and Goodwin, one, two, or both would 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 get caught because Rex said it himself, you can't make the team in the top. So, right, I'm I'm surprised they all made it and and andre davis he was making some big grabs i wonder if somebody else scooped him up should have looked that up before we started this on my end but i'm
1: i'm pretty sure he uh he's on the practice squad are you sure
0: i thought so but Ik anabali got caught he's on the practice squad really yeah wow we're f- so factual here um I thought uh, I I really thought that it was crazy how many receivers they cut. They cut seven receivers. Yeah, I I
1: couldn't believe like you were saying. I can't believe Hogan and Goodwin are both still here. Yeah, that's and, and they they're carrying four at tight ends. So
0: that's a lot. I'm glad that Greg made the club. I I, I think he's very athletic. They cut Nick O'Leary when they brought Matt Castle back. So. If you don't know, Matt Castle was cut after we had our podcast. I was personally calling for it since it traded for him. I know it might sound weird, but the way I looked at it is that guy is a very smart quarterback in the sense of he's a guy who you don't want to really depend on with his arm, but you know how to pick up the offenses quickly. He's been in so many different systems. Went through it. He's seen a lot. So get that guy out there. Get in the number one refs. Let him show everybody else what they should be putting up on film. And I feel they looked at it like, okay, we're not keeping you at 4.7 mils. So we're going to cut ties with you. If you think you can latch on and you don't want to restructure your contract, the best of luck to you. But we're here. If you want to sign for, I believe Sal Capajo said he signed for, what, 900000 900000 Is that the, the vet That men? is
1: veteran minimum.
0: Well, Matt Castle's wife is eight months pregnant. They don't want to up and relocate. And quite honestly, I will take Matt Castle over Nick O'Leary, who seems to be very, 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 very behind in development.
1: Which is a big disappointment. I checked out a lot of his film from uh, when he was with the Seminoles and... He looked phenomenal out there, but... I mean, he won during, He won the award camp, for during, the,
0: most, the, the best tight end in college ball. Yeah,
1: and then, I mean, just didn't have a good camp, it, didn't have a good preseason.
0: Do you think maybe they drafted him because it was best player available, the guy's got a name behind him, and you're kind of thinking, like, well, why not? Because there's got to be something that showed up to all the scouts... In all, or, or I shouldn't even say all the scouts, but to a lot of the teams, there must have been something where they're like, This will not translate into the NFL. Yeah, no, there and there had to have been gotta something because he didn't
1: get drafted high. He did not get drafted high at all. So,
0: not, I mean, it was a six round play. Six round, yep. And, and that's a cuttable spot. And again, we're not up in our practice squad stuff right now. Sorry. I suck. I'm up on some you of You suck. Deacon has some stuff going on. Cyril Richardson got caught. You know, the guy that Doug Marone started over Craig Erbic, the guy who was a vet from, you know, the Steelers that Whaley Knicks brought in. And, you know, Cyril Richardson, again, to my conspiracy theory, where, you know, wanted to make all of his picks look bad for Whaley. That made no sense. But anyways, we know we don't like Marone here. No Maroney, he's baloney. So, screw that guy. Cyril Richardson got caught. Very disappointing. He was like a turnstile out there this year. Yeah. And sorry, Cyril. Good riddance, bud. But they only – I'm still shocked they brought in another center. So, they cut – now they have eight offensive linemen, I believe. So, I'm pretty comfortable with them keeping Quanjo. If if he's really been developing, that's cool. And second round pick, you gotta see what you can get from him. But the offensive line looks pretty solid. I I really I have really enjoyed this preseason watching Richie Incognito. Yeah, that, it, it he's got those classic shoulder pads, or he just looks like an animal.
1: Yeah, yeah, he does look badass when he. When he gets up out there,
0: and like he he like blocks one dude and then is off to the next, like he actually follows through with it, where a lot of guys that try to do that, and they just foul miserably yeah so, he's he's a tough dude, he plays
1: he plays rough man, and I like that, I like that, I which definitely I wish an more,
0: after the whistle guy, yeah, for sure, or or I should say not after, but through the whistle
1: yeah and I mean that gets that gets cerebral after a while that gets that gets in your head you know what i mean if you're if you're a defender if you're lying up across from him and he keeps he keeps you know just taking it as far as he can that's gonna get in your head after after a couple series
0: right right I mean it makes so much sense that they brought that guy in i i I cannot wait to see what they are. All offensive line does and and I mean just overall to wrap up the preseason with the offensive line I mean they were doing things they didn't do last year and yes it's preseason we should not get excited over preseason but the last time we had a preseason that looked that good was so long ago and right you can you can have a lot of solid takeaways from
1: preseason just you got to keep in mind that all all statistics are circumstantial. You gotta not only factor in the numbers, which you know I'm a by the numbers guy, but you gotta you gotta weigh it against who who was around the numbers, who what personnel was on the field when those numbers came into play.
0: But there's still a lot of in, takeaways. And who's coaching them, you know?
1: Now the one the one biggest takeaway I have still is this kicker situation. Dan Carpenter's got me got me nervous, man. He's got me, you know, a little little wet around the collar over here. Sweating sweating it, man. I don't know. Like there's there's been some kickers in in Buffalo this
0: week working out, so Again, I'm going to go Where's with the Where's that co- situation at? I- I'm going to go with the coaches on that. Like, as much as I want to love Dan Carpenter because he looks like a savage, even when he was on Miami, I know, screw me. I thought he was cool as hell. Just like, all right, dude, this guy's a savage. Like, crush that ball. You know, like, we we all like Dan Carpenter. He was money. But th- there's no way that you miss kicks. I wouldn't. What- what if we lose to the Colts or the Patriots over a freaking field goal, man?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's huge. Like,
0: I'm going to – or even an extra point. I mean, Dan Carpenter's house, you thought McCalvo was bad? <laughs> when McCalvin fumbled and people started painting the lawn, I would not want to be Dan Carpenter in Buffalo. No, Because people don't even believe all. kickers should be in a roster, and Rex said it best. We keep a kick kickoff specialist. We got to have a guy who kicks field goals that makes them we can't, yeah,
1: can't can't miss kicks you know what i
0: mean like and i don't think rex want to keep a kickoff specialist and what's the point of a kickoff specialist like they want a kickoff specialist so bad but you want to keep all these guys cuz they're good special teamers i don't i don't know i i get it it still was an added variable but
1: i mean you're strategically defending 80 yards Every time.
0: Wait, we caught who, insert name, and caught the kickoff specialist? You know, that's always what it's going to be to me, unfortunately.
1: Well, if anyone shows up that's competent in both areas of kicking, Dan Carpenter. Probably lost Jordan Gay his job too. So.
0: Well, what what's you're right, and what and what sucks that? though is and, and
1: the Bills have had some kickers in. Uh, Billy Cundiff was in and Alex Henry, which Bills fans remember him from last season. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't want to go down that road. He he won that Lions game for us.
0: Maybe they're paying him. It wasn't. It wasn't pretty. I I think it's a mental thing for Lasergate. It's got a, yeah, right? <laughs> Kyle Orton gate. Anyways, I, I thought. Uh, oh,
1: speaking of gates. What? Did you see all that uh, that
0: whole report that came out about the Patriots today? Yeah, I saw some of that. I didn't catch up on all of it yet, but. Yeah. It I, seems like the NFL is just like, okay, leave yeah, this. I mean. Here you go. I saw it pop
1: up on uh, outside the lines. So what
0: did you see specifically? Like like,
1: like I, they got they got ex-patriot coaches admitting to this that that they taped signals for over 40 different games over a 6-year span and that they had low-level Patriots employees uh sneaking into locker rooms. And snatching play sheets to the point where teams started leaving fake play sheets laying laying around. Are you kidding me? And this has been admitted openly now. And here's the thing here's the thing that got me the most fired up. Now, granted, they're talking they're talking about things that happened in the two thousand one to two thousand seven era. But they're like, Oh yeah, this stuff, it worked best against primitive teams. Like like Miami and Buffalo.
0: <laughs> I did hear about that. Oof. Now, did you hear what they said after that? It worked on primitive teams because they did not even bother changing their signals. Did not change their signals. And not That's for right. nothing, though. Not for nothing. Should you have to? Should you have to change your signals? How about you don't be a freaking scumbag? You know what won the Patriots a Super Bowl? besides not running the ball for the Seahawks, besides Marshawn, Marshall Lynch, not running the ball besides Pete Carroll, giving him that game. How about Adam Vinatieri? No, well, not just that, but Brady won. When he had a great, when he had a great defense behind him, technically, you know, I, yeah, the giants games were flukes, you could say, but were they flukes? That's just wild stuff that happens. and, and, and once Brady has a defense, it just makes all the difference. And at the same time, I think just like comedians, they say they get addicted to killing. That's why guys stick to the same act over the years or, or they stick to the same jokes, you know, or, or they will just stick to stealing people's shit. You know, they'll steal their material because they get addicted to killing. And I think that's Bill Belichick's deal. He's just, whatever edge it takes, he will stay up and look into it. Or he has minions who will. He does not care. And it's kind of getting to a point where we always say winning cures everything. But is it curing the Patriots? No, because they're just opening more eyes. And what's crazy is you have these guys getting suspended over weed, over marijuana, and I'm not going to judge it for a conservative, liberal. I don't care what way you skin the cat. But I think the weed thing has been the most overrated thing in my life from the Reagan administration that's hammered down to this country. And, and, and it's still like like the war on drugs. It's a crack of shit if you think about it. Like Brady gets off cheating. And you got a guy who's like whether it's yeah, I want to hang out with my boys and smoke weed or it's yeah, my knees hurt and I want to smoke weed or yeah, I can't sleep and I wanna go to sleep and this helps me versus which it it does not even touch alcohol and outrageous behavior, but alcohol is just accepted and it's okay to be a drunk, Dante Stallworth, and kill somebody and get off. But like And
1: how many pro athletes have have problems with prescription opiates, you know
0: what I mean? Yep, and it's all Roger Goodell's fault if you think about it because he's the asswipe that has decided to shed light on this. The NBA doesn't shed light on this. They know all those dudes smoke weed. You know what I mean? Like, they they don't give a shit because it doesn't matter. Roger Goodell wants to lay the hammer down to justice. Well, dude, you're 0-5 in big court cases, Roger. You have dropped the ball on this shit. And what? You know Ray Rice knocked that that lady out in the elevator, his now wife. Yeah, you saw well, it. Because, because TMZ can get a video, but the National Football League can't get a video. And then it gets displayed. Then all of a sudden he's suspended indefinitely. And then now he's reinstated. But really, dude? You suck. You ruined it. So now you want to be a scumbag and leak, which I'm all for outing the cheaters right but but i also like to live the code of the street which is keep your damn mouth shut at the same time it's a league where everybody should be honest but people cheat you know but how roger goodell dropped the ball on spygate all of a sudden the evidence is just destroyed that's, that's what this
1: is all about
0: so now it's almost like the nfl wants to smear the patriots and quite honestly I hate the Patriots, but you know what, NFL? This bullshit should have been out when Spygate was going on. Don't hold these cards back and now try to stomp on them because you lost. because right, this was Brady, who 8, we 10, 12 love, years ago. Yeah. I, I just... Wasn't it 05 to 07, the whole Spygate?
1: They, they were... They were taping signals, uh, from what I read earlier, 2001
0: to 2007. And Mangini was the one who caught him on that tip. He's the one who tipped off the NFL like, hey, when he was with the Jets. Because yeah, he's I like, mean, the, it's why The Patriots are still sending signals. But it's on the NFL, man. Like, they brought this to themselves. And you guys look like buffoons. It's absolutely incredible that Roger Goodell is ahead of the league now the owners are talking all about what are we going to do about it I think they got to figure out the cheating problem because there's constantly stories from Bill's employees Sal Capaccio reported he talked to somebody who's on Chopin Bulldog shout out to those guys like uh, Sal Capacho is reporting that he's like you know there's a dude who works here in the media for WGR or media for the bills I should say who was with other organizations doing a different job he's like I kid you not something weird happened every time we went to Gillette Stadium something weird happened like it's it sucks did did he give any
1: examples? What, what what happened? What what what's weird? Did he elaborate on that?
0: Oh uh, I I believe like headset problems. You oh know? yeah,
1: no, that's that's a thing that's that, that they're famous for. They're, the Cardinals thing, right?
0: Wasn't it the Cardinals? Yeah, no, the Patriots
1: too. That that's come up that that's not the first time that's come up.
0: It's just so eerie that you have to go through all these extra precautions to worry that a team is being dishonest. And I don't know where I lay. I don't. I'm glad it's coming out, but I think the timing is a little weird. That that the NFL wants to do this. It's like, like why is this coming? Like this should have been out way earlier. It's so weird to me. It's just incredible because it's just like kind of a stab in the back, even though they deserve it. But it's just weird that I don't know who to trust, and I don't trust Goodell.
1: Yeah, right, and and this is just a case of his bruised ego. That's what that's what this is.
0: Yeah, hopefully everything goes to keeps coming up to fruition, and some major changes happen. Uh, I appreciate though that. Everybody's kind of over this whole deflate gate thing. I'm like ready to talk about football. The Bills got the Colts coming up. And I, I think wait. it's going to be interesting.
1: I can't wait. Now, now now something means something.
0: Finally. All this time. Um I want to start with the Bills quarterback that got chosen Tyrod Taylor deacon was hyping him up when they picked him up in march just really you know watch all these videos and you know he was telling me about it and he's so excited and i remember years ago a guy watching him in, in college highlights you know like wow he broke michael vick's records at virginia tech that is wild and then there's a nice website out there, hardfoulsports.com. I I just found them on Twitter. I have no clue, like, how long they've been around. But their site is legit. And they have a cool podcast going on. They pretty much, their their thing is Buffalo Sports with the twist. We just cover the bills. I'm too, I don't got time to do what they do. I mean, all all power to them. Like, you guys have articles. Yeah, they're articles, doing their thing. You know, doing your thing. But they posted something on their website, check it out, which is uh, ESPN did the thing, the year of the quarterback, I believe it was called. And they, they followed, like, a bunch of the quarterbacks in Tyrod Taylor's draft class. Jake Locker, Cam Newton, Kaepernick. And they followed Tyrod Taylor through the draft process and all that. And he had stats that rivaled that, – we're better than a lot of the guys that were chosen ahead of them. Andy Dalton was also in that draft. And you should really check it out. It's about 48 minutes long, 47 minutes long. And it goes into detail. Pretty much he had a, I don't want to say a bad combine, but they were saying, the scouts were telling his agent that, you know, he didn't have the zip on the ball that he usually throws in the games that they see on film. A lot of scouts will say, like, look, we got the film to know how he throws. You know, this is only, like, a 10% thing, the scouting combine. You know, just to kind of make sure that they dot their eyes, cross their T's. You know, everything checks out with what they thought. But he was worried about making the completions. Then his pro day, which you should use your pro day to make up for your flaws at the combine if you felt you had some. And at the pro day, he had these... Receivers who didn't graduate yet. And they asked the team like three times, this is cool to use these guys for the pro day. Long story short, they the day the scouts show up for his pro day, they tell him, yeah, you can't use those guys out there.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: Yeah, so it really – so now what? Now they have to do like these spot drills off of cones. So the timing is off. You got cornerbacks running routes. Like it's just – I felt so bad like you feel so bad for Tyrod Taylor at that moment and you catch his agent just kind of like brushing it off no disrespect to him that's not a shot to him at all you know he's just trying to be positive like hey man like don't worry about it we'll dust it off man you're Tyrod Taylor you're a quarterback you're gonna be the man and like it sounds like he should not have fallen in the draft where he did and there's things that they did not capture on camera that I guarantee they were railing off behind the scenes while that draft was going on. And, you know, just, he should not have fallen as far as he did. The kid is really smart. They were opening up the playbook for him at Virginia Tech to make checks at the line and and, and make adjustments and read the defense. Yeah, And they didn't do that. Michael Vick was on that segment, too. And he's like, yeah, we didn't do all that crap. Come on they let you do that he's like yeah that's what I did you know so the the kid is super smart so to answer you EJ people out there like yeah I was rooting for EJ around the bat too that's our guy that's the guy we drafted super nice kid watch this thing with Tyrod Taylor check it out on hardfilesports.com find it it is incredible it, it's you really wonder why the hell did this kid fall so far And I can't wait to root for him because he, there's a video on YouTube as well. It's so eerie. It's Tyrod Taylor in high school. And they're talking about him. He just got picked up by Virginia Tech and highly recruited. And from his neighborhood was Michael Vick, Marcus Vick, Allen Iverson, Tyrod Taylor's high school coaches on the John Murphy Show. He was saying, and Iverson was better than all of them at quarterback or something. Like, something crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I yeah. would have
1: never known.
0: And there's a few more players out of there from that same neighborhood, and those are just some quarterbacks we mentioned. And Marcus Vick had a lot going on for him if he didn't screw himself. So, if you really look it over, this kid is – he in high school, in that video, he's like – I have this motto, they, they think I'm just a running quarterback, I don't want to be a running quarterback, I want to be, I want that in my tool bag, but like, in Virginia Tech, I want to be the starter by year three, and then be a starter on an NFL team, like, and you see his parents in the video for ESPN, for when you, I believe both videos are for ESPN, but like. When they're following him through the draft process His parents are around a lot And same with this video when he was Graduated high school or like a senior year Of high school where he Signed off on VT And like he has a great Set of parents Like they're, they're very involved They're he seems Just like like a raise like a really good Kid
1: yeah I, I caught I caught a little, a little Something the other day that had his parents On there I guess they never miss a game that's, that's so crazy. That's I, so
0: that's so dope. You know, like having the support behind you is incredible and they they just set high expect he set high expectations for himself. And it's no wonder why Gary Kubiak wanted to take him to Denver with him. Why other teams wanted him. He's he's a good kid. I cannot wait to root for him.
1: Yeah, I hope he I hope he takes this opportunity and just
0: kills it. Yep, yep. And a lot of people, you know, some people think, well did like what do you think? Do you think E J got done dirty? I don't think so. I
1: I was a little surprised when I saw how things panned out this afternoon after Castle came back. I really expected EJ to be the number 2 on that depth chart, and then when Castle initially got cut, that kind of cemented it in my head. So it was kind of shocking to me when when it went down. And I really think he had the better preseason compared to Castle,
0: truthfully. Here's what I think, and I could be totally wrong. Again, this is we're going to filter this I don't know shit department. So hit us up numb bills fan on Twitter, please and instagram if you want but twitter we're being active um adam deacon over here has his own too Num no, bills adam d on twitter yep check it out and correct me if i'm wrong but i kind of like EJ is the third even though rex said hey uh, it's just that don't matter to us like two three whatever we don't care it doesn't matter if you're developing E J Manuel, you got your you wanna raise that kid's ceiling. Like if you're in a band you constantly wanna write songs. At least my theory, I wanna write hits. I don't wanna like like I'll never write hit in my life. But like I don't you know what I mean? I, I believe, yeah, you wanna be tight to play your shows and, and to perform in a big game, but if you're not playing, you better be writing, you better be developing, you better be trying to get better at something. And and I feel like E J Manuel getting scout team reps. He's going to get more reps on the scout team than he would as the number two quarterback. That's so true. So he's still getting the work on his footwork, his release, his timing, any, I don't care what it is, wiping his ass, I don't give a shit, he gets to work on it on the scout team, whatever he needs to work on. Well, they also
1: brought in... Uh... Alex Taney on on the practice. Yeah, it was squad a trick quarterback kid. He was on yeah. the Bills
0: roster a few years ago. Yeah, from uh Monmouth there. There must be some three ball. There must be something with him. I'm glad. Sorry, Matt Sims, dude. Your family. You guys talk a lot. You guys are kind of amusing. Whatever, but like, I understand you ain't got garbage. You're nothing but garbage in front of you, technically, in NFL terms. Of guys who aren't on the team now when you're playing that game. The Ford's preseason game. But come on, dude. Like. I'm glad that they're shuffling these lower line quarterbacks. To figure out. Like, keep stacking. keep. Let's figure these guys out. What's up with this Tandy kid? He keeps coming back. Maybe there's something there. I don't know. Either way. The number two spot. I'm fine with having Castle go in there. I, I would maybe actually trust him over EJ at this point, you know? Well, depending on the situation, if
1: if Tyrod's doing well and got hurt, I kind of would want to see EJ be the guy who came in in his place. But then if Tyrod's out there and he's just having a a bad time, and, and I guess the thing I can compare this best to is that Jets game last year versus the Bills. Gino was just having a bad time. So Rex said, Well, I'm gonna slide Vic in and see see how that goes. Now he had a pretty bad time too. But I think in that type of situation, if if Tyrod's style isn't really working out, Castle would be the the, the right contrast to try to do something different.
0: I don't think it'd be anything different. I think if you put Castle in there, so like I agree with you, I now that you said that EJ gives I mean, you more, can, EJ gives more of the dual threat things, though. With Castle. I mean, Castle is that same quarterback that you have game plan for, for since football since the forward pass was invented.
1: Well, I think with EJ, he's kind of he's kind of still a gamble, but he's changed his gamble. He's, he's his
0: eyes are downfield now.
1: Yeah, he's he's going for the for it's the like the unwired, big shot downfield now.
0: It's like they unwired that take the safe play. Right, take the right. Play. And like, that's, let this shit rip. That's, Step in, into it.
1: that's ingrained in Matt Castle, though. If he if he comes in, that's what you're gonna see. You're gonna see the short the short dump off
0: pass. We're gonna see the cross your fingers, and hope you get it there. Yeah, we said that last podcast where it's like, we saw the third preseason game, unfortunate holding by somebody. I didn't care. It 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 put Matt Castle in like a third and long at least. It was like third and twenty, maybe at least third and sixteen. And he threw the ball shorter to the sticks, man. And that's what I'm looking for. I wanna see what that dude does on third down. I'm sick of crossing my fingers. Right. Well I, you know I'm sick of oh maybe we'll trick him with this run play. No.
1: You you know me, I'm a stat geek and that's that's the one that really worried me with him through the preseason was that that third down conversion got to have that and that's where Tyrod Taylor really excelled
0: to me was He didn't have passing third down rounds, efficiency. Tyrod Taylor but he still moved the ball
1: Yeah, I mean he's got he got it in there on the ground on I believe three different drives throughout the preseason and last last I knew that that was the name of the game out here is the the run first ground and pound style offense I I think that was what what the idea was since the coaches arrived here
0: right right and it's i think if you guys have any doubt in Tyrod taylor you should really check out that documentary regardless but check it out look up his statistics and comparing the quarterbacks that were drafted ahead of him you're gonna go. Oh yeah, I remember that guy's name. Oh yeah, that guy. I remember him. Oh, oh, uh, That guy was that year. Oh, okay. Don't don't even know this guy. And you're gonna be really looking at that list, like what the hell? So I'm telling you, check it out. If you have any doubt, it should help cement a lot more belief in the kid. And it it's weird because he's out of nowhere, but. He is four years into development. He sat behind Joe Flacco. I think Joe Flacco's underrated. Way he's underrated. He's just a quiet guy, but he's got a big arm, and, you know, that's what you want. You want a guy who's, who's seen a bunch of stuff, and unfortunately for E.J. Manuel, you got screwed getting, you know, Bonehead Marone in there. Yeah, and, that and, that did not And, help and I don't it. even want to get that mad at Hackett. I, I just think Hackett was set up to foul too. Marone handcuffed that kid. Uh, you you just read the tea leaves through interviews. I was we were all mad at Nathaniel Hackett, but EJ screwed up. He's he he kind of got a little bit of the shaft, honestly. But it's football, and at this point, I just want to win. You know. And and, if it's Tyrod, it's Tyrod. I don't care.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you bring up a good point. A lot of people lose sight of the fact that he's as developed as he is because he's new to us, so he kind of feels like he hasn't been around. But, like you said, Flacco's way underrated. I was actually joking on Twitter the other day that I uh, I hope that Flacco taught Tyrod the secret of not ever getting hurt, Ever.
0: Yeah, in this whole Tyrod Taylor thing, we we said it last last uh, podcast, but he's not that small. He's six nah. one. What because some some guys make the stat six two. When is Drew Brees hurt? His shoulder when he was on the Chargers. I mean, is Russell Wilson yeah. hurt? No. And the only thing that Doug Flutie got hurt was his heart. Right, and I mean,
1: it, it it bugs me that everyone's just presupposing Tyrod is going to get injured. It, like, it's a definite.
0: And we could I, say that about any guy in any sport at any freaking time. Well, barring injury, yeah, no shit, dude. You're so smart. Barring injury, yeah. If I don't break my face and get hit by a bus, I don't pay my damn mortgage. No shit. Right, and I mean, no one's ever like... Oh,
1: that that running back's running all the time. He's definitely going to get hurt. But when it's a quarterback, it's like 100% for sure disaster and I just don't see it that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you you want to know something, man? To to kind of suck seg- to kind of transition to the next topic, which really is Bills preview against the Colts we, we've been on this for a minute starting with Tyrod like the next topic it, it's it's got to be at least on the Bills offensive side you know we know what Clay's gonna do yards after catch guy I think he's an underrated blocker at least reports say um Harvin it's a mystery I don't know what to expect from him Because we expect great things
1: yeah with Harvin I don't even I
0: don't even know what his actual role is gonna be Nah, he's a receiver, dude He's number two I'm, I mean, I'm nine, 99% nine sure he's number two That That's On the depth chart Right
1: now, yes, he is And that's another one that I don't like the order of
0: I really
1: like Robert
0: Woods Robert Woods has been consistent But, I mean, Percy Harvin There's just something about that he's, guy He is and super And they're trying to figure it out he is super slippery, but, God, Robert Woods makes those hard catches. He really does. He holds on to that ball. And the last thing, offensively, we, we touched on the offensive line earlier. Press the rewind button. You'll find it. Um, I'm really excited to see what LaShawn McCoy does. People are all worried about this injury. And, yes, it could be a nagging hamstring injury. But if you watch that, some of the videos of that dude cutting around on the field in practice, I ain't going to say he's fine because I'm not a doctor or LaShawn McCoy or even a guy who can run a 10-second 40. I know I'm not that fat, but I just think he'll be fine. I mean, and honestly, if he ain't fine week one, sit the freaking dude out. Sit him out or limit him. Put him on the field and have him not do shit. You know what I mean? As a decoy, I don't know.
1: Yeah, that, that that's not. I a want bad that. Idea we need
0: LeSean McCoy healthy for this offense to click. I think the Carlos Williams kid has very impressive vision, from what we've seen. I think he can tote the rock, but I I, I really think it's I I I really feel McCoy brings that element that we need to the team. That I don't think.
1: Back. I don't think we after preseason any of us are prepared for for the added layer of depth that he's going to bring to to that offense. I mean, yeah, there was there's plenty of there's plenty of running downs in in preseason, but we haven't even seen what McCoy is capable of. We no. we don't even know. And it's going to It's going to have me flipping out.
0: And, and yo, to to you fantasy football players out there, why the hell is LaShawn McCoy falling in the draft? They're saying, like, average draft position is, like, 19th pick and shit. And it's like, what makes you think that LaShawn McCoy is going to suck when DeMarco Murray is playing behind that same offensive line if not worse at least if you lose Evan Mathis I could be naive on that again correct me this is the no I don't know shit maybe department about the Eagles offensive line but I'm looking at like wait DeMarco Murray's gonna still do good but LaShawn McCoy had a quote-unquote down year which is still like what number three in the league 1,600 we, yards, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were, was it 1,600 yards? I thought it was like 1,200. I, th- Either way, we were psyched than C.J. freaking Spiller at 1,200 yards, and LaShawn McCoy Oh,
1: yeah, we were losing our mind.
0: That. Yeah, and so McCoy's average air position is like 19. Have you guys yeah, watched I mean- the 49ers? They thought that Frank Gore, the way that people would talk about Frank Gore before Harbaugh got there, well, his knees are shot. They made him sound like a paraplegic, dude. Yeah. Like, his knees were just yeah, no. amputated or something. Like and that. that dude signed to the Colts and is going to start for the Colts. What? Isn't he, like, Yeah, I mean, something? the
1: headlines could have been Gore's Gore's legs effing beat. You know?
0: Like, they they buried him. Whatever. He's got RoboCop knees, and he's still going. Well, who manned that freaking offense? Greg Roman. Greg What makes you think that LaShawn McCoy, now that he has a fullback who, oh, by the way, blocked for Adrian freaking Peterson, where he almost broke Dickerson's record for most rushing yards in a season, so... 2,000 is a formidable mark. Yeah, so you're telling me McCoy... Not only has a beefed-up offensive line, which I would argue could play better than the Eagles if everything goes right. I mean, like, yo, Sancho Henderson is, he's been catching a lot of praise. That kid is going to maul dudes. He is a monster. Miller is a monster. Wood, he's got to step his game up, I think. I'm worried about him a little bit, but, you know... Incognito has a shitload to prove You're off Healed up And Glenn The Bills Better re-sign him There's a Glenn Bradham debate I will take Glenn over a linebacker We'll find a linebacker Even though Bradham's tight Oh man I
1: love Bradham
0: We do have a a first round pick next year So What I'm getting at is What makes anybody think McCoy's gonna have a down year Again the statement I hit. If he's healthy, he there's no way he's gonna have a downer. People are crazy. They're absolutely crazy. That yeah, dude can catch a ball in the backfield. Yeah, that and we've is... touched
1: on it before. He's got he's
0: got a revamped offensive line. He's got
1: Felton, like you said. He's got Mulligan, blocking specialist. Greg, I mean, Marquise Gray. He's got a bunch of guys that can make Big things happen for him.
0: And all the playmakers on offense, you're going to double team everybody? If Tyrod Taylor proves he can throw the ball in the pocket, watch out. Watch out.
1: Yeah, and and go ahead, double team as many as you can, because then Tyrod Taylor's going to burn you for 15
0: yards. Yep. And,
1: and- no, no, like, really, go ahead and assign those linebackers. Like, do it. Let let Tyrod see a hole through the second level.
0: What do you think about the Colts' defense? They were number 11 last year. They lost some dudes. They gained some dudes. They had a huge injury. I feel bad about them in that aspect because, like, we have so many good defensive players, and they have Andrew Luck. And if they just had any... Kind of semblance of a defense. I they ranked eleventh, and I and if you would have told me they were twenty eighth last year, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I was I was surprised. That I they mean, were as high the way the Patriots list. crushed them, just they did. they looked like a team that didn't belong with the word playoff in in the same sentence.
1: Well, there there was some issue with the balls or something. No, I'm only kidding. I'm not even going there again, but. I I I don't think they got us. I think this offense is going to be too fast, too dynamic, too unpredictable. They're going to have a hard time. I think the run game's got room to be successful. I hope I hope we get McCoy at full strength. If not, like you said, sit him down.
0: Yeah, I mean, and Arthur Jones is a big freaking deal. That dude's a freak. You know, you know my. You know, like I can't believe he's like. I feel so bad for that guy because I like the Colts, but they picked up Landry at safety. Like, I, I mean, I really don't know what to think. I, I just, again, my, I don't. I'm saying this a lot today. My, I don't know shit, department. I really don't know, but I'm looking at it. We're looking at this from a Bills perspective. Like, what are our positives? Now, if I was talking to a Colts fan right now across from me who obsesses with the team like we do and you guys do, if you found a podcast about the freaking Buffalo Bills, you really give a shit about your team. I would love to have a guy that actually knows in-depth, not some guy who covers all 32 teams, but that fan to be like, what do you think about your defense objectively? And when you line up what the Bills defense can do to heavy-hitting quarterbacks... Like Peyton Manning make him look stupid, um, you know. You got what they 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 had some big drops, the Packers, but
1: oh, Aaron I mean, Rodgers
0: was frustrated, man. Yeah, they lit they lit
1: Rodgers up last year, and
0: that, also that's the best example you can use
1: right there, in my opinion.
0: Here's my deal, man. The overall, the Bills have. Everything but quarterback, I, I think on the on the Colts. I I there's nothing I can complain about. I'm not worried about Frank Gore too much. You know, yeah, he's he's gonna be solid. At least that's what the fantasy projections are. Don't get me wrong, but as far as playing the Bills, I'm not worried about it. Sucks having Darius out. That's
1: gonna that that's definitely a cause for concern. I'm definitely a little worried that Darby's gonna get picked on again.
0: He's. What if Darby makes out though? Try he, him. He might. And, and yo, here's the thing too. A big move, very underrated move. Corey Graham is a very smart football player. I am so psyched to see him out on the field. Yeah. At safety.
1: And. Yeah, go ahead and try him too. While, while you're. Yeah, at it.
0: like try him. You don't think they're gonna roll coverage towards Darby and help him out? They're gonna want them to throw a Darby. You kidding me? Yeah, go
1: go with Darby. Maybe that's maybe that's the whole idea here. But hey, here's here's
0: how I look at maybe it. Maybe that's right. why
1: Darby was was as exposed in preseason as he was.
0: And it's also the the best thing for him. So think about this. The Bills have a brand new offense, brand new defense. And the reason I don't have much on the Colts, quite honestly, and why I don't give a shit to have quite much on the Colts, call me amateur. Oh wait, we are to the five listeners we probably have, like, it's a new season. We could predict all we want. I grew up a Baltimore Orioles fan. Screw me and my butt baseball life, okay? Because we had a great team on paper the whole time. And shit didn't happen. Love you, Cal Ripken. You know, Brady Anderson at the leadoff back in the day. But you got... A defense on the Bills that's proven it for two years. Two different defensive coordinators. It better not go down with Rex Ryan. And if anything, it's going to get funner. Because yeah, you ass-wipes with the 3-4. Oh, he's going to switch to the 3-4. No, 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 no. Rex Ryan's going to bust out some new stuff. He's never had a defensive line with this much talent. Think about that. They might want you to think in some crazy way that they're going to rely on the corners too, which he will but they could if they they could throw a curveball at us and be like oh wait no we're not gonna do that they you know, like they don't need that schwartz proved you don't need to blitz with that group that much you don't gotta be crazy but imagine schwartz's defense how he used guys they make note of that i i, I don't think that rex ryan dennis thurman and greg roman are idiots okay they're the kind of guys that are going to want to watch the film with these guys and take their best attributes and put it into perspective. Something that, again, right. Doug they, Marone did not do with the offense when he took it the over. The front
1: office and this coaching staff built around that half of the team. That that defense is essentially untouched. With I mean, DeNora he has gone. Kiko Alonso didn't play last season. He has gone
0: and you know who keeps showing up Manny Lawson I'm so glad that guy's getting some praise and if you want to go by Mike Patton's defense you worried about stopping the run Rex Ryan is the godfather of that defense so look at what he does against the run look at his defensive stats against the run he don't mess around everything will be fine it's going to be great it all unfortunately comes down to Tyrod Taylor it all comes down to him proving that he can make the throws. I think he can. And I'm telling you now, I want to ride the ship out with this kid for the year. He's sat for four years. I believe he is so smart and so such a work ethic, nobody can touch him. As long as he stays healthy, he'll be fine. Nah. He's smart. Same with McCoy. That kid don't take big hits either. But as far as Andrew Luck, he's got an Andre Johnson now as well. I'm not too scared. I think Andre Johnson could be solid, but he's not the same guy. It's not an if he gets hurt, it's a when he gets hurt. And if he makes it past the first play, I'll be psyched for him. Or if he makes it to the game. I mean, that dude always gets hurt. But... Now he has a really good quarterback throwing to him, and he hasn't had that since Shaw had a couple good years, which was a long time ago.
1: I wouldn't even call them good years; they're okay years. But yeah, you're you're right. And the aside from aside from Tyrod, the the key to beating the Colts offense is going to be containing TY Hilton and keeping pressure on Andrew Luck. That's it.
0: Game I I I really think it's a the Bills for 2015 need to keep our defense off the field. We we can't the Bills cannot afford to keep the defense on the field all game like we've been doing the last couple of years. You know, assemble some drives. Take some time off the clock. Like, Bill Belichick's genius thing with the Bills and the Giants Super Bowl was, let Thurman Thomas run everywhere. Let him chew up the clock. It's fine. You know what I mean? Like, we need to chew up the clock. We need to get Andrew Luck. We need to make them one-dimensional.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Now, it is Andrew Luck. And Nick has no slouch. So... No, not at all. But the more he throws, the more opportunity there is for turnovers. The more opportunity there is for breaks.
1: Right, and being overcapped against this Bills defense is a mistake, and I think a lot of guys take, take it for granted.
0: And you know what's weird is when they... I don't know why I feel this way, but I could talk... I'm that guy. I could talk the Bills into winning anything, okay? You could put up together the best Madden team in the history of the league. And I would put this Bills team up against it. Just be like, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, totally. Like, Aaron Rodgers, he's going to get a safety. And, you know, like... And then they're just going to lose to Oakland the next week. No. No, no. I, I picture the Bills just... Ripping Tom Brady's head off and kicking some vehicles with it, like just crushing everybody. I can talk myself into it, but I'll tell you one thing. When I saw the Colts, and I I did not think it was a threat, like the way they went out against the Pats in that for, in that playoff game, I was just like bored watching that. I was like, this is stupid. Like why? Why am I watching this? You're telling me the Bills can't beat this team? That shit was depressing. Yeah. Like, you're telling me that's supposed to be an elite freaking team? They play in a soft-ass division. You know, like, the Bills could crush that division. Yeah. Yeah, our division's rough. Yeah, And, and, like, I don't know what to think about Miami. I don't know what to think about the Jets. I don't know what to think about the Pats, man, like. It's going to be a wild division, and it's going to be a wild year, but the Bills need to win this game. And honestly, when I look at it, I do not think loss. No,
1: I I think win all the
0: way. If they, And I,
1: I too, am, am the overly
0: optimistic Bills fan, but I think they got this. I cannot wait to put, like, a clip together of all this. Week one prediction. Yeah, man, I think they got this. Okay, what do you think the score is going to be? Let's be those cornball corn ball questions. Oh, I'll add some music. Oh, boy. What's the score? I think if the Bills put up 28 points, they win the game. I feel like Rex Ryan could keep this team under 25. I think they could hold a lock, lockdown under 25.
1: Yeah, I don't. And, I think they could hold them to 20. I think I think if the Bills go 20 and up, they're good.
0: Yeah, the defensive line is so good. And the Bills, it really... I think for the Bills, it comes down to Darby. It really does. I think some people are right. I, I'm 100% confident in Roby. Not even worried about him. But.
1: Roby's good. Graham is good. Aaron Williams is good. I want to see how Gilmore... Plays his kind of switched-up role in this defense. That's gonna be, that's gonna be fun to watch.
0: What is that Gilmore on the island? Yeah, yeah, that should be cool, real cool. I think if it, I'm just picturing the Patriots. If the Patriots defense last year could shut them down, I feel like the Bills defense could this year. But that depended on two really good corners for the Patriots, and if Darby can show up, McCalvin is on the injured reserve to return, or I believe the PUP. So I think, right? Is PUP four weeks or six weeks?
1: I don't know. I don't Schmidt.
0: remember, but the IR one is six weeks. So McCalvin, he's he, got his walking boot off a few days ago. He's w- yeah, week six.
1: Around. Week six is the soonest he can return. And
0: don't don't call McCalvin out. That that kid's a freak. And when he, and, could, and he loves to play, he loves the game. That that guy's so funny. Just look up any McCalvin video. Yeah, McCalvin, I know you're listening. You want to call up, I know you want the ball, and you're gonna look for six. All right, punt, interception. You're just looking for six. I got you, dog. But you already know, I think the Bills are gonna show up. I hope so. This has been the first time this preseason or that that I've ever felt wow competition does make the team better that's just not a crock of shit the way the three quarterbacks have been working together the way these tight ends I did not think that Jonas Gray had a shot looking at this depth chart earlier of making the team wait Jonas Gray sorry Marquise Gray (laughs) yeah wrong guy Uh but I didn't think he had a shot looking at the depth shot to make the team. I'm like, Well, they picked him up. I mean that's what they got clay for him. He's kinda like clay light. You know, but then you got the weightlifting tight end, which what'd you say earlier, Lee Smith is Pro oh. Football Focus number one? Oh
1: yeah, that I saw him pro football focus Lee Smith who we who we let get away there to the Raiders is really the number one run blocking tight end in the league right now. But we got Mulligan,
0: so it's all good. Yeah, and you know what we get with Lee Smith? What do we get? Penalties. Yeah, there's that. Late hits. Don't get me wrong, I like Lee Smith. But I'm not going to pay all that money the Raiders did. Whatever, not my life.
1: No, good for him.
0: By the way, Andy Levitre got traded to the Atlanta Falcons, in case anybody cared. And uh, uh yeah. So that's about it for news around the league and with this power. Oh, I do
1: I do have one more quick one. What do you uh, got? And and I thought this was just an amusing little story, but uh Jalen Watkins.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Sammy Watkins Sam, little brother. Sammy
1: Watkins half brother got a job on the Bills practice squad this week. And now he's uh Oh, he's
0: a half brother?
1: Half brother. Oh, I didn't know that. Half brother, and he's also half cornerback, half safety. He's played both, so that that's a that's a fun little story. Wasn't
0: he a fourth round draft pick of the Eagles, something like that? Yeah, or fourteen. So, cool man, that's cute.
1: Yeah, I I thought I thought that was a fun little story. All
0: right, are we really done? Yeah,
1: yeah, that's that's all I got. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah, non Bills fan.
0: No Bills fan on Twitter, do your thing, tell your friends,
1: especially that part, yeah, make them listen,
0: yeah, make them listen, maybe one day they'll wanna listen, but either way, we're out. I'm Dave, that's Adam. It's been real. keep it fake.